Loitering with Intent, Series 7, Program 9. So, I was in this one hotel, and next to the bed was a nightstand, and on the nightstand was a lamp and a clock radio that both plugged into the wall behind the nightstand, leaving no open outlet for plugging in a charger for my mobile phone. It's not as though I've never been in this situation before, but somehow I never seem to prepare, so maybe I need something else on the packing list. Why I want a phone charging right next to my bed has mainly to do with the alarm and maybe being able to look at a weather forecast when I first wake up. And, in spite of some advice I've read, I want to have it charging overnight because in the morning, first thing, I want it fully charged so it's ready to go. Anyway, on this one particular occasion, I went to an electronics store to get something that would increase the number of available outlets and came away with something a bit too fancy and only later did it occur to me that I should have looked for a hardware store. Most hotel rooms, it seems, have the bed facing the television. So when you're sitting up in bed, you can watch the TV. In this one other hotel room, the bed was facing the window and the TV was off to the side. And the chairs in the room weren't particularly well arranged for watching TV either. Meanwhile, the view out the window consisted primarily of condos and office buildings. But once we got out onto the balcony, we could see a few other things and then looked down 22 floors. So. The room wasn't great for sitting and watching TV, and it didn't have a particularly interesting view, so I guess they expected people to go out and do stuff. At least, everything in the room worked. The lights, the electrical outlets, the appliances, all the stuff in the bathroom, so it could have been a lot worse. On a visit to another city, if I'm staying in a nice enough hotel, I think it would be good to not do too many touristy things, and instead, just enjoy the hotel. You know. Enjoy the amenities, hang out in the comfy surroundings, and not bother too much with going out and seeing the sights. So, kind of like a staycation, except without the stay part. But also kind of like a vacation, except without the vacating part, sort of. And in either case, someone else does the housekeeping. Or maybe you could think of it as kind of like being on a cruise ship, except obviously it's not moving around and you're not surrounded by so much water. Anyway, if you're going to pay to stay somewhere nice, why not enjoy it? Not just as a base, but as a place to be. When I'm staying in a hotel, I like to use the pool and also the fitness room. Not that I'm such a fit guy, but it's there, so why not? The latter, I find, tends to be less crowded, so I tend to enjoy it more. In particular, I like the elliptical machines, but a treadmill will do as well. My established routine for either these days is to set up a metronome on my phone to a comfortable pace, one beat per step, and then to keep time with that. Then, being a musician, I'll try clapping some rhythms based on this basic pulse, though not really loud because I'm not interested in attracting that much attention. I'll start with simple rhythms, more or less clapping in time with my feet, which are moving in sync with the beat, and then I'll gradually get fancier, and that's where things start falling apart. But it keeps things interesting, which when it comes to exercise, is something that I very much need. I was on vacation in another town, staying in yet another hotel, or maybe it was one of those other ones that I've already mentioned. But anyway, on this vacation, I brought this bison hoodie that I bought in a gift shop of a First Nations Historical and Cultural Center in my hometown. 
When I wear this hoodie out somewhere, I always wonder whether I'll be seen by a First Nations citizen, and if so, what they'll think, particularly if they come from the territory where my hometown is located. So, anyway, I'm in an elevator in this hotel, and somebody gets on the elevator and they ask me about it. And they could have been a First Nations citizen, but their details didn't come up, and it's not really the sort of thing that I'm comfortable asking about. They did say they had a sibling who does art around the theme of bison and environmental exploitation by industry, but then they got off the elevator before I could get around to asking for details. So, that encounter was fine, and I'm sure most such encounters would actually be fine, but I do worry about the ones that might not be. Loitering with Intent Series 7 Program 9 Please tell us how we did today. Thank you for using our self-checkout.